Welcome to Tice Talks, where we talk all things faith and family. Today's special guests are Pastor John and Linda Wilkerson. They are here to discuss a unique needed ministry called Better Roads Recovery Home for men and women. Thank you for being here and welcome to the program. We are so glad that you're here again. Uh, we got to talk about many aspects of your ministries on the last podcast, but uh, we were talking specifically about this ministry and the need for that. We have a real need here in Las Vegas, but around the nation, uh, there is such a need for recovering addicts in different areas of ministry whether sure. or, or, or life, whether it's drinking or drugs or pornography, a huge, huge uh, problem in our country today. And uh, I'm so glad uh, you were just listing for me some of the ministries, that various ministries, and you mentioned that. And I thought, wow, that's something that I would love to have you talk to our listeners about. So why don't you just go ahead? I sure will. And thank you very much for allowing us to be on the podcast again. And just uh, really blessed by your ministry of faithfulness. And if you're ever in the uh, Las Vegas area, you want to get by Liberty Baptist Church. And what you're going to see is a microcosm of people from all walks of life who have come to know Jesus. And to me, it's a blessing to come and just say, tell me when you got saved. Well, I got saved uh, three weeks ago. I came here, you know, and I came just looking for a church and I got saved that day, you know, or someone else saying I got saved three years ago or my husband, I was saved this long and then my husband came to know Christ. But as you speak about the Better Roads Recovery Home for, for men and women, when I had the joy to serve the Lord in Long Beach, I saw very quickly uh, because of the inner city, especially it was just alcohol, drugs, homelessness, schizophrenia, all the things that go that are the consequences of sinful lifestyles somewhere in the, in the, in the uh, background of that. I'm so glad that we're sin abounded. Grace did much more. Of that. Yes. But uh, the First Baptist Church of Hammond, of course, has been there 135 years, started by 12 people who signed a charter in the in the attic of the Morton House Hotel. And a um, man 52 years old with his wife came, rented a house in Hammond and, and met people in August in their home. And every Sunday had Bible studies. And November the 28th, they started that church. And it's been a lighthouse for souls. And Brother Hiles came in 1959 and really just... Uh, put it on steroids, trying to reach people with the gospel of Christ and putting many hooks in the water. We have a truck stop ministry. We have a, we have a ministry to single moms and and a, a ministry to young teen moms that are in public schools. And, and then uh, many other things. The bus ministry is part of the DNA of the church. But several years ago, because of just the challenge of addictions in our society, um, the church decided to, to buy two little hotels downtown and uh, make them hotels that would be refurbished and put together for a men, a home for men and a home for ladies. And it's called the Better Roads Recovery Home for Men and the Better Roads Recovery Home for Ladies. And it's a residential program that people can come to. It We ask them to commit to six months. And most people who do, sometimes they'll need a few extra months to just to kind of get on their feet. But it's a beautiful ministry. It's not easy. It's, uh, I think it costs $1,500 to get into the program and then nothing after that. So it, it is, it's funded by our church and we have a thrift store that helps to fund it. But it's not a walk in the park, but it is a wonderful ministry to see lives change very radically 
and for many times eternally significant. Now some of those folks are pastoring churches. We have one that's on a mission field now and speaking uh, and working with Arabic uh, speaking people around the world. We have folks that are now in Bible institutes and working for the Lord, deacons of the church. So many sweet testimonies. Man, that, and, and you can get involved in this ministry. If, it doesn't matter where you are in the country. You can call First Baptist Church of Hammond and find out about that. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, we have two contacts, and you can call the church, and we'll hook you up with the people that you need to know. But there are two people. Our Lady's Home is directed by uh, a precious lady named Missy Cogley, and she's the one who would be the one who would take the entrance interview and talk to you about what we can do. And there are some uh, there's some screening that's there. There'll need to be some. Um, detoxing possibly before you come and some making sure you understand what is uh, what is going on. And for our men, Brother James Anderson and Dave Talbot. Dave Talbot is a product of the ministry, came from Toledo, Ohio, and God radically changed his life. And now he's one of the men there. We have uh, James Anderson, who is a, just a tremendous servant of God and works with them as uh, boots on the ground for our people. His number is 708 708- Seven three one seventy two thirty two. Once again, seven zero eight seven three one seventy two thirty two, and that's for the men's home, James Anderson, and he's a, he's a real class act and just does a good job. But there's a forty five bed home for men, and there's about a twelve bed home for ladies, and a little bit a little bit more challenging sometimes in the ladies' front to some extent, but at the same time, some beautiful testimonies. And Linda could even tell you stories of redemption that we saw. About how many people, I know this is kind of, I know you didn't have all the stats with you, but how many people would you say have gone through the program? And when did it start? And I think how, it started about it start? 2009 okay. uh, as a residential facility. Yeah. And, um, but hundreds of people have done it. Right now, there's about 37 men, and uh, there was a, in the recent graduation that are about, there currently. There, yeah, and wow, about eight ladies, I think, wow. that were there in recent days, and and just some sweet uh, t- testimonies. I don't know. Just I think oftentimes no one you know says, "Oh, I can't wait. I want to grow up and be in the Better Roads Recovery Home." Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be there. No one comes there because it was their life stream. They've come there because sin has crippled them and sin has has burnt their bridges with family and, and addictions and anger, um, bitterness, lots of challenges. And and so as a result of that, it's uh, it gets them away oftentimes from negative environments. And some folks come and they never go back to their actual place. Some do and do very successfully. But some just come and they say, you know what, I think it's just better me not to go back to where mm. I know every drug connection. I know everyone. It's yeah. not healthy for me to be there. And we had a marriage retreat recently. We had 250 couples that were there. But it was wonderful to to see 15, 16 couples that have the same thing in common. They came to the Better Roads Recovery oh, Home. That you know? is, and, that is, and, you know, yeah. there's, it is, it's wonderful to see them and they become productive servants of Christ. But just, um, you know, God made us to be addicted to Jesus. Hmm. And, uh, but he has a lot of competition out there, mm-hmm. you know. That's the truth. Yeah. You said that Linda could tell some story, uh, a, a couple of testimonies of 
some ladies. Why don't you do that? Well, there are th situations that, well, the girls will come in with such a hardness on their faces. And uh, a lot of times they don't know the Lord. They're there because we're at their, they're at their last resort. It's either jail, you know, it's their parents are done, you know, wanting to support them and help them. And, and they come to the home. Um, they come through a, a discipleship program early on. In the first, right out of the box, we explain understanding salvation. And, um, you know, and, 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 you know, sometimes there is such a hardness that they're not ready to receive Christ. It'll take time. And that six month period, it, it's it sometimes it takes a year and uh, within within uh, months and then they get saved. But it's almost like an onion in the peeling back of the layers of, of course, a lot of burdens and pain. Um, but salvation is the basis of that. When they find Christ, the beauty of their countenance, it's just changes. Their look in their eyes, there becomes a softness. And, um, and it, as a church member, you know, even as a pastor's wife, for me to see that uh, unfold, um, it's just the beauty of the gospel. There's, um, there's girls that have come in, and, um, you know, with, with salvation, of course, it brings the beauty of their countenance. But understanding um, who they are in Christ and finding contentment in that mm -hmm. and wanting to have the relationships that are broken back home, whether it's with their children, their spouses, relationship, you know, bridges that they have burned. And their goal now is is to make those things right. Mm -hmm. You know, the addiction has has kept them from those relationships being mm -hmm. healthy, but now their goal is to um, to regain and to renew uh, those relationships. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I've, I've been saved a lot of years, but as a Christian, I, I never want to become hard or, or callous to what God does to our in our lives and the transformation that is made. Mm -hmm. But to see that firsthand is like, wow, it keeps it fresh, you know, for us. There yeah, we had a graduation recently, and and um, just to so see. So they graduate after the six or seven month program. Yeah, after graduate. six months, they have a graduation. Mm -hmm. We would do it anywhere from two to three times a year, but it's a beautiful thing to see the stories. We had a man give his testimony, and his the picture of him sleeping on a sidewalk, you know, mm -hmm. was there, and to see who he is now. And we was in a mobile home park in Florida, and just. He knows all the names of all the people. And I pray with him sometimes on Wednesday night and he'll just name off, you know, little sis and, you know, Billy Bob and these, all these people that are, he said that, Lord, they're all deep in the same sin I was in, but Lord, would you save them like you saved me? Would you change them? Wow. Just to see that a sweet girl named Ramona, just a beautiful testimony from Florida, but she came and God God had saved her before she came, but she got uh, she got grown the Lord. She began to be discipled through the foundations of her faith discipleship program, went through the curriculum. And you could just see just she was ready. She was ready for a change. And now she's back home and just a sweet mom to her two children, loving God. Her pastor has told me, he says, it's unbelievable. We can't hardly believe it's the same girl. Uh, from where it was when she went to when she came back. And it's beautiful. Are these all church volunteers who run the program? Is that how? There are a few paid volunteers who, okay. excuse me, there are a few uh, 
paid employees that mm-hmm. live residentially yes. there are in charge of that, like a Missy Cogley, right. or we have an Evelisa okay. for our ladies, and then our men, we have a James uh, Anderson, a Dave Talbot. But everybody else are volunteers, our, our yes. church volunteers to bring meals to the ladies, and, and they have devotions wow, so with them. so that's how they get fed. It's all through the church people bringing in Well, that, and, and then we, you know, we also you have... Teach them how to make their own meals, too, right? Yeah, that that's right. right? Sure, sure. And then we have some food bank contributions mm-hmm. and some of the neighbors will bring things as well and we have to buy things as well it's not it's not funded completely by that right. but but when families bring the food to the the girls program they'll have devotion with them we'll have men have devotions uh chapel in the morning at seven chapel again at night at seven and so wow. there's continual work on that after they're there for four months they can get a position or a job and Many of them are very diligent, hardworking people, and we help them to manage their finances and get them on, on track. And we've had, you know, we've had our share of of, of heartaches too. We've had mm-hmm. some folks who have gone through it, and then they feel strong and they run back into the world. Oh, I can got it now. I'm ready to go. And we find yeah. out that they've overdosed or have some situations. Yeah. But that's really. By God's grace, those are the exception, and I think wow. uh, it's wonderful to see the grace of God at work. It is. It is hard when you're when you're dealing, you know. I when you're dealing with anyone that's that's you're leading in the Lord. You're seeing people saved. You're seeing people baptized. They grow in Christ. the The hurt of the ministry is watching those who you've poured your heart into uh, walk away from the Lord. Or, um, but but that's all. That's all part of the ministry. If you don't take that risk and, and the risk to love people, then you don't get to see the great benefit sure. of the love. Sure. But you, but you also, when you do that, you put your heart out there and you put your, you put your uh, willingness to be hurt I, uh, out there. I, I think of the Lord. I think of the person who loved the most in this world and yet got hurt the most in the world. Sure. So love, great love brings great hurt uh, uh, from time to time. But the, but the benefit is the joy that's set before us. Uh, I mean, he endured the cross, uh, despising the shame for the joy that, that he knew that we were gonna be with him in heaven. Amen. So that was, that was it. And wow, to see, to know that you're, you're bringing people from the worst possible position in life to a point where they're becoming successful, we can look at we can look at uh, at those those few that fail, and, and that can be the great discouragement. I I tell people all the time when you're door knocking, you might one out of a hundred people doors you knock on, you might have somebody say something bad to you, but there's 99 that have got good things to say. Sure. And let's focus let's let's focus on those that uh, whose lives have been redeemed and lives have been changed through through uh, what's going on. If somebody says, hey, um, they might have a burden in their own heart that they're in, you know, let's say California or, you know, New Jersey, they're not near you. And they think, this is something I've been looking into doing. I'm, I want to be part of something like this. Um, obviously, they can donate to your guys's ministry. They can call that number. They can go and financially support that. Um the person that started it at your church, are they still there? Is this a program that you imi- that you um, saw somewhere else and you brought to your church, or is this all something that you did? Well, the Reformers Unanimous there in Rockville, Illinois, where it's used of God, they had a home, and I think that um, that was that was very successful. But I think ours was a, just a little bit different, but mm-hmm. it did— 
uh, come as a burden of a, of a man named Brother George Ramp, and he was used of God, and we still he still serves God in our community. But it now has kind of changed hands a few times with leadership, right. but uh, it is still being very effective. And I think, you know, I, I rejoice. You know, I'm grateful like we have an opportunity to have Hiles Anderson College, but quite mm-hmm. frankly, I'm happy for anybody who will, tr- who will train mm-hmm. another servant for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad we have Better Roads Recovery Home, and you can go to our website and contact us there. But I'm also glad when anybody else does the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. When we were in Long Beach, I didn't do it on a large scale, but we had four men, five men that were in a better road recovery home kind of a thing. We just, we got a little house that was near the church and we had four or five men and we saw them go to uh, one fellow, who one, one of the most meanest, aggravating men on the city streets of Long Beach. And when God saved him, it was a change, you know, and he became a janitor at the church wow. and, and uh, lived there in the, little pro- the property there and served Christ. I saw a man seeing at a funeral recently in Long Beach, his name was Eli San Diego, and he came. He was so messed up, but now he's a servant of Christ. He's a, he is a, on the custodial staff. He loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's just got a great spirit, and you know God has really used them. And so I think it has to be a passion and a burden, and somebody has to do it. You know mm-hmm. the success or failure of any church rests heavily on the man of God himself, and the same is true with the ministry. Somebody has to bear the the challenges and the leadership of that. So so this ministry, I guess what she's asking is, it can be duplicated. I think so. And it can be duplicated in any church. And uh, and they could actually go if they wanted and visit and see sure, and, sure. Say, and say, hey, get questions, you know, ask questions. How could we do this? Because it's going to look different, like you said. Exactly. At every place it's going to look a little different. But being able to start something like that. I, I talk to a lot of young, you know, young, fresh out. Like we, we work with our summer missionaries. And sure. these kinds of ministries are very intriguing to them especially ones that have grown up in church and they're they're you know they're second generation christians it's just we do our thing we go to church we have bus routes or you know the different things that we normally do but then they think i would love to i i have a young lady that's my neighbor that she flew down to live in las vegas to work at a place called refuge for women that's in our that that helps people like that Mm -hmm. but it's it's a desire. People want to be part of this, but they don't really know how. So they would be welcome to make an appointment and come sure. and see and get sure. help and figure out how, not that they're part of that, not going and doing the recovery program, but going and saying, hey, teach me how to start this. But that's what you guys are all about, too. I mean, your church, your college, you're going in teaching people how to get saved and yeah, teaching people how to sure. live for the Lord. Well, we want to provoke others to love and good works, yeah, and sure. I think that's true. If we can be of help to you, please don't don't hesitate to contact us. That's, a, that's the amazing thing about your ministry and your spirit, is it's always you're willing to help other people do what God wants you to God wants, wants them to do, and uh, obviously that's true. Now, you've been, you, you travel all over the world. I know this is sort of changing, but you travel, uh, like you just came in from wh- where? Yuba City, California. Okay. Yeah. You were traveling there with with a group from Hiles Anderson. That's correct. Yes. Uh-huh. But but you've been to other. T- t- what are some of the other ministry uh, other places you've been where you there you're influencing ministry? Oh, I tell you what. One of my favorite places is Ghana. Uh, we have uh, five 
families from our church that live there in Kamasi, Ghana, and that's a great place. And of course, we have a brother Valente. Five families from your church that live in that city. That, that yeah. lives and Are they missionaries mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. And they worked with brother. And teamwork Steve. makes the dream work, you yeah, know. And sometimes true. when you get people together, a lot of the synergy of their strengths and and uh, that they combine together, a lot can be accomplished much more, uh, I think, effectively and in less time, and more influence can be done for the kingdom of God. So that's been a fun thing. I love that. That's in Kamasi, Ghana. And, and that's with where Steve Vellante was. He's in the Tuchiman, which I think is a, is, is a, a different location. Okay. But every time I, when I go over there, those men will come down oftentimes and we'll get to spend time together. That's a, a great sister ministry there. But Steve is in, or Steve was in a different location. When we're talking with Brother Wilkerson, we're talking about somebody who, not, again, just doesn't talk, but lives it. Uh, I heard testimony that that they give sixty percent of their income uh, to the work of of God, and uh, I I was I was impressed several years ago again by the fact that they live uh, they live what they they uh, what they believe, and I appreciate that so much. So so you've got again ministries all over the country. I was thinking all over the world. I was thinking that you mentioned coming back from China, but I, that was on the tape that I was listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> we do about... have a group of people in China too, but now they've had, they've been kicked out of China. Now they're in Taiwan wow. and we've got some other folks getting ready to join them there to work together. Is that right? Region. And people that are in Taiwan are shipping or are, are ministering to people in red yeah. China. Right. And, and they're able to do that and, and ship them back. Not we ship also them back. have graduates that are all over the world that I continue to meet that I'm like, oh, they've become really close friends, like the Wyatts. That uh, Aren't I, they sweet? We went and visited them in Tanzania, and I was just blown away. I'm like, Rachel, you are like the most amazing person I've ever yeah. met in my life. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just amazing that they're just, I'm out here serving God, and we're going to do it, and we're going to just continue doing it. This is what God wants us to do. The Wicks mm-hmm. family, we love the Wicks. Uh-huh. We love, there's just so many graduates that we have met mm-hmm. in the last 10 years or so that I just, I'm so thankful for that there's like same kind of heart for ministry. Amen. And there's 50 years of, of the college started in 1972. And of course we're making this podcast in 2022. And I'm just mm-hmm. very humbled to have been part of it in its 13th uh, through 15th year when I went to college or 13th through uh, the, the 17th year, and then come back on his 41st year and be a part of its last nine or 10 years. It's been a wonderful blessing, but uh, certainly we, we covet the prayers of God's people and uh, very grateful for so many friends around the world that uh, are serving God who've never even heard about First Baptist Church or Hiles Anderson. It's not the only place in the world, but it is a place that God put us, and we're very grateful for sweet friends like you. Well, we're thankful for that too. We. Um... We have the Wilkerson's with us uh, for our, our missions emphasis week. Uh, this this podcast is going to be heard a couple of months after after uh, our our missions emphasis week. But uh, they have been here, and I've been involved in missions, and uh, have truly been an inspiration because, again, they don't just talk the talk, but they walk the walk. We're so glad that you were able to come. Yep. Thank you for joining us for Tice Talks. And remember, this is Tice Talks and it's more than a conversation.